<laughs> and welcome to the South Road Boys. Every week, just stop and think, how am I going to open it this week? Or do you just go, blur? It's just blur. <laughs> right, cool. It's, it's, I, I actually get halfway through and then go, oh, I'd see if I could change it up and make it interesting. But I, most, I should just go, and welcome to the South Road Boys. True. But we've got a blur. A blur is our wheelhouse. <laughs> and and <laughs> in every B-grade horror. Blur. Blur. <laughs> <laughs> B-grade horror. Oh, Miss Good B-grade horror. <laughs> What's your favourite B-grade horror film? To be honest, the, my favourite no, B-grade lie, horror lie films <laughs> would actually be the Friday the 13th movies. You think the B-grade? Oh, have you gone back and seen? Yeah, true. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more to... The f- first one, mm. the original, was great. Yes. Um, still essentially B-grade, though, if you really want to get technical, but... The movies that followed that, the sequels. Mm. Oh my golly gosh, some of those were <laughs> terrible. Whereas you got a few of the others, like a few of the Halloweens, the sequels were really good. Yeah, I thought Freddy was pretty good in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I think like, got some, bit corny of the, in spots, some of the middle Nightmare on Elm Streets lost their way a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. bit. Got, started getting a little bit too in the comedy, not so yes. much in the scary. They got a bit too scary yeah. movie. Because the first Nightmare on Elm Street oh, movie terrifying. is a pretty scary film. Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp sucked into the bed. <laughs> How's this for a wet dream? Amber Heard wasn't even around then. <laughs> but she probably did it. Probably. Yeah, apparently she bashes him all the time, so. Well, he probably likes it. Yeah, I don't know. Does he? I don't know. 21 Jump Street. Dearie me. Just shows that even the attractive ones can be a little bit nuts. Yeah, and that's why we like Apparently. Them. Allegedly. Because we're only working on information we've been told online. And why would the internet lie? Never. Never. Love the internet. One of my favourite B-grade horror films of all time was a film with big thanks to uh, Kate Von Rock, who introduced me to this movie. I'm pretty sure it was when we were living in Sydney. Mm-hmm. It was a film called Bloody Pom Poms. Oh, yeah. And it delivered everything. I remember the cover. It it delivered everything that you ever wanted out of a film (laughs) called Bloody Pom Poms. (laughs) Cheerleaders with razor sharp pom poms on. Of course. It just. Why wouldn't you have that? It was just ridiculous. (laughs) Like, it was just ridiculous. Even the blood splatter was just. Daryl, the work experience kid, could have done better. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. I've seen some of Daryl's work. <laughs> it's not good. No, it's not. But you've got the great franchise. So there are some great franchises, and there's some ones that are known, but I think have lost their charm over the time. So Nightmare on Elm Street. Love it. Is great. Yes. Um, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Is, once again, had it maybe a little dip in the middle, but it's come back with a fury of vengeance. Especially the last one. Yeah, it was good. Oh, and there's two more to come. So good. Ooh. Yeah, so that'll be, uh, that should be October, hopefully. Mm. I think it's called Halloween Kills, the next one. Oh, fair enough. It's made by the same crew that made the last main, uh, what, new version, I suppose. Yeah, fair um, So you got that. What else have we got? I'm trying to think. That. Um, Hellraiser is another one. That's a great franchise, but that lost its way on the... Once again, the main thing that I remember of Hellraiser was that was your message tone on your yeah, phone. Yeah, it was too, wasn't it? Come to me and die quickly while you still have the chance of wow. doing so quietly. That was probably oh, 20 years ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. The thing that I find amusing about that is we weren't living in the same state, yet it had such an impact. <laughs> when I, <laughs> I heard it, I went, it. the fuck, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you start moving away. 
and you suddenly have like the Critters franchise. Oh, <laughs> Ghoulies. Ghoulies. Remember ghoulies. those? Are, the Ghoulies, if memory serves me correctly, it's a photo of this little ghoulie dude in a toilet coming out of the toilet. Was it like Goonies, only testicles? No, I don't think so. <laughs> the Goonies. No, it was more like uh, Critters, no fur. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what else is it? Howling. The Howling series. Yes. They are fucking terrible. <laughs> but back then, they were known as one of those franchises. Yeah, why not? They we were, were horrendous. We were starved. Oh, we just were. And what then Friday the 13th, I mean, Jason's an iconic character, but geez, he kind of lost his way. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, listen, and, um, there would have been, I'm certain, some others that aren't as well known. Yes. But there were some ordinary ones. <laughs> some very ordinary yeah. ones. And they just kept making sequel after sequel. Um, Chucky, Child's Play. Chucky. That started off really cool. And then that got really. Oh, it turned into a comedy fest. Yes. And then they remade it in a new movie version mm. where it was more, um, I think it was more. Uh, like a, like online sort of like DGT. It wasn't a spirit. Mm. It was like he he could take over all these other like things in the house because oh. he was connected to it all. Because he was um, I don't I can't remember whether it was like he was a virus or something. But it was a it was just a new. It was, it was his, like an eye chucky. <laughs> it, it was his aura, Troy. His aura. <laughs> his aura. Yeah. So like, know, it was always... that it was that kind of not great that I don't even remember the plot properly. I've always wanted to see, like, you know how they do sometimes a bit of mash- AI is what I was thinking too. Mm. A bit of a mashup with songs. I'd like them to see them do that with some films. Okay, right. So you do a mashup with Child's Play and Toy Story. Oh, nice. Where Woody gets fucking brutal. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> There's poor little Andy lying in his bed <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Bitch. The grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. Oh, that's. Is actually really good. Yeah, or The Littlest of Mermaid and Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has got dark very I'll quickly. i probably put a little bit too much thought into it. You actually have, haven't you? But how good would that be? You've got Ariel just swimming around and all of a sudden... <laughs> yep. Lion King and the Howling. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, this could go on. Twilight and the girl with the dragon tattoo. Home Alone and Halloween. Oh, shit, son. Imagine that. <laughs> Poor Macaulay Culkin. Take it on funny Michael Myers. Then you'd have no... <laughs> That's a win, that is. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Righto. The Greatest Showman mm-hmm. and It. <laughs> oh, that's good too. Because you need a clown. When you've got a circus. Yeah, that's very good. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Another great series, not a combo, but Tremors. Remember Tremors? Kevin Bacon. Vaguely. Stuck out in the desert, and there were all these like huge grub things under the desert, oh, under the sand. Yeah, it was a so bit... they couldn't get around. They couldn't get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. that reminds It was a horror comedy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it wasn't a docudrama. <laughs> <laughs> that's a slugfest. It's um, a slugfest. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, yeah. you could do some combos. That's got my brain. Oh, my brain's just ticking over now. Exactly. I'm actually looking up in the corner of the ceiling where you look for ideas. I know, exactly. So, Rodas mm. is just going to have to bear with us mm. while we try and mash up two films that we would like to see turn sideways. Forrest Gump and Freddy Krueger. Forrest Gump 
and Freddy Krueger. I don't know how to work, but Forrest is such a numbskull that Freddy just gets frustrated as all shit. <laughs> Forrest Gump as Freddy Krueger. Oh, that's weird. Well, Forrest Gump and the Lawnmower Man. The <laughs> <laughs> Lawnmower Man, geez, that's one I've forgotten about. That was a long and time ago. And early Stephen King. And you wouldn't you wouldn't call that a horror film, but it, it had the it, it was frightening at the time though, because it was all about um, AI and tech and how exactly. you could take over the world. It was, back, it was back around the time of like war games and that kind of thing where yep. people thought they could jump on their computer, mm. which wouldn't even operate a frigging toaster nowadays. Oh, no. Um, I've got calculators. Yeah, and you could start World War Three, Of course. Yeah, because that's what all the fear was back in the 80s. Mm. Mm. Mind you, speaking of fear, do you think now the biggest sport online, or the biggest sporting franchise on the planet at the moment is online gaming? <laughs> with all these people with their 14-day... Um, I hadn't thought isolation. about that one. You could be right, too. Well, because it was interesting. I, I watched, um, uh, for those roadies who are not in the great southern land, Australia, um, who are abroad, as we would call it, um, everywhere else on the planet's decided that, you know what, sporting events, probably we don't need to have those in the current climate. And Australia's going, nah, fuck it. We'll, we'll play footy. <laughs> we love footy. <laughs> we love footy. But you know what? We'll be responsible and we won't have a crowd, which is pretty much most Carlton games anyway. <laughs> Dark. Oh, I had to pick one club yeah, and that was the first one that came to mind. I would have done it. I'm sorry for all the blue baggers out there. I would have done the same thing. It's would, fine. Would you, have, would you have picked Carlton? Probably, yeah. Yeah, most people would have. Yeah. They didn't have a good year last year. Uh, or the year before. Or the year before. Or the decade prior. No, mind you, I did find it um, interesting that they still Channel 7. Some, I think, I reckon they've hired Brian as a cameraman, okay, or producer, mm-hmm. because the AFL went to all these troubles to go. You know what? We can still play the game. We've taken precautions with the players. We've made sure that that's okay. We'll play the games, and even the players, whilst they might tackle each other after a goal, they'll do a fist bump or they'll do a you know a toe kick or whatever. Elbow high five. Elbow high five, which mm. is just. Interesting. It is. Yeah. But then Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian, in his infinite wisdom, decided to find the only crowd that he could and went to the corporate boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see a couple of the corporate boxes full of people? Yeah. There weren't many people, though. When no, we but say there were more of, people in the corporate boxes than in the entire stands. Exactly. But yeah. they're a very small room, mm. which, you know, sort of. Contradicts yeah. what we're after. I did find it funny too. I said they they'll tackle each other and all the rest, and then they won't shake hands. Exactly. Like I found that bizarre, and maybe it was more a case of a message to the general public. Of, Remember, this is what we're meant to be doing. Yes. But I, I did notice say that they uh, there was someone in the Collingwood game. I think it was. Uh, they got their first goal in AFL. Mm. I'm not even sure which team was playing. I love Collingwood madly, as you know, but so wasn't invested in the game. No. Um, but. It's like they had a momentary lapse of uh, thought process. And once you got that goal, they basically just all jumped at each other and like they're hugging each other and patting each other. And and it's like they've walked away and gone, ah, fuck, we weren't meant to do that, were we? (laughs) And there's Brian, (laughs) camera right on the spot. But what I found funny was the tweets that were happening over the weekend. I didn't see any of those. There's no NFL in America because Mm. that's out of season. There's no baseball, there's no hockey. Um, Basketball's basketball's gone. gone. Um, Premier League. Football is gone and all that kind of stuff. So you've got all these Americans who are tuning on to ESPN going, what can I watch? And they've landed on AFL. 
the and only sport in their friggin' universe. That's being played live <laughs> that they're not having to watch reruns of. Yep. And there's all these Americans going, fuck, this game is the best. How did I not know about it? This is my true calling. I should have been watching this game forever. I don't understand it, but when I do, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Now, just by the way, America, you weren't watching the best brand of football of any game over the weekend no. at all. The only, I suppose, the only exciting thing which saddens me greatly is when St Kilda managed to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. <laughs> My beloved Saints gave up, I think it was a 28-point lead at one point to North Melbourne to lose by two points. So all these Americans going, fuck yes, we've got AFL, we can, we can watch that, we can put a punt on it, this will get us through the coronavirus. Saturday afternoon. One round. One round. <laughs> the <laughs> AFL have come out going, no, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. Well, they didn't have, even if they had the best intentions for what they were doing, I was in mm. two minds on this one. Mm. My two minds were basically, this is just nuts. Like everything else is shut down. There's reasons why this is happening. Why are you doing that? The other part it's of me is- It's a full contact sport, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the other part of me is going, you know what? We actually just need something right now. We need uh, we something do. to entertain us. So I was in two minds. Um, but I must admit, when I watched it with no crowd, it really it lost does take away from everything. it, doesn't it? It was like watching um, an American sitcom without the laughing track. Yes. That's what it was like. You know, when you, you don't even realize it's actually there yep. until they take it away and you go, wow, that's not even funny without no. the forced laughter. Yes. And that's yes. like footy, it just lost its energy and its essence about what it is, which mm. is the crowd. Oh, absolutely. You didn't actually realise how much the crowd played a part. Even there was one time watching the game where someone, Jamie Elliott, snapped for a goal. That's hit the post. And the commentator said, oh. we can actually hear it hit the post and Oop. you can hear the post wobbling. Wobble, wobble, wobble. You don't hear that. No, <laughs> not at all. Well, you can hear, you could hear the runners, you could hear the players calling out to each other. Like you never hear that unless, of course, you actually go to the the game itself. It was just bizarre. But I do like Mm. the fact that the NRL are a bunch of numbskulls and have gone. No, we'll still play. (laughs) Yeah, and they haven't called theirs yet, have they? No, not yet. They're still going to play. Surely they're going to. Well, where's the choice? Because maybe rugby is a bit different, but football would have had to have stopped no matter what because they can't travel anywhere now. Yeah. So you can't play an away game. Well, I think though with. NRL, you have enough teams within one state that you could still run a, a cut-down version of the competition. Hmm. And you could probably even, if you were cashed up enough like the NRL, you say to the Melbourne Storm, who's your Victorian team, and you say to your two Queensland teams, what are they, Brisbane Broncos and whoever cares, um, the Gold Coast whatevers. But you know more than me. Um, and then the Canberra Raiders, they'd come up. So you could have everyone in New South Wales and just, you know, play that sort of competition. I just can't see it lasting very long, though. No, I don't think so either. I think they're going to have to just hit the sensible button because mm. it becomes a little bit almost irresponsible, really, in the eyes of everything else. Well, exactly. But, I mean... Do you think they can still play snooker? Because even when you're playing snooker, you're still at least a metre and a half between the competitors. But here's the problem also. You're playing snooker, that's fine, but you're also touching all the surfaces when you play. So it's not just the social distancing, it's also contact. So snooker is a contact sport. (laughs) Okay, well darts. Darts can still get a go. 
Darts could, maybe. You only touch your own dart? True, yeah. You could actually, you could do darts easily. Yep. What you could actually do, though, is you have your own dartboard as well. Oh, that's fucking Separate. gold. We are solving world sports as we speak. Yep, we've reinvented darts. You don't even have to be in the same room. No, you don't. Social distancing darts. Social distancing darts. <laughs> it's going to be the new big thing. It will. Everyone will put a punt on it. You yep. was, like, could, could you imagine, though, like there are channels in America, like ESPN, dedicated to sport. Imagine. And there's nothing to talk about. Imagine social distancing football. You go to tackle something. No, run away. No. Well, no, what happens? Okay. So what you need to do is they need to wear like the old-fashioned 1900-style hoop dresses, right? Okay. Only it's a hoop outfit. Right. So if you can get your hoop to touch the other person's hoop, that's a tackle. Right. So maybe we can combine AFL and Zorb balls. That's a good idea. I'm yeah. not sure how you're going to pass. I don't know either. <laughs> a virtual ball? I come up with ideas. No, a oh, virtual ball. Okay, that could work. As in where I've got, uh, I, I've got a virtual ball in my hand and then I throw it and through science, like fucking- We love science. Sorcery, wizardry, magic and science- I throw it to you and you put your hand up and you virtually catch it. And you've got some sort of vest on. A bit like um, laser tag. tag. Yep. A bit like laser tag. Laser tag. Fuck. Yeah, but see, laser tag's no good though. Why? Because you run around in the dark and you run into people accidentally <laughs> when you get into a panic. Okay. Um, what other sports have we got? Diving. No, because you're all sharing the same water. Well, you we don't have pool. to. Social distance diving. Social distance diving. Yeah, uh, that could work. Skydiving. Oh. Oh, fucking Red Bull plane flying. You yeah, sure, that's okay. Fuck, why wouldn't it be? That would just go straight through coronavirus. <laughs> it would destroy the coronavirus. Basically, that would be fantastic. Yeah. That doesn't even make any changes. Synchronised skydiving. Perfect. Not, But not next to each other. No. Separate. Two metres apart. Yeah. <laughs> At 10,000 feet. It can definitely work. <laughs> yeah. So, but what... In, okay. What sports will people be interested in? Um, I still reckon those online gamers who have made quite a lot of money are just fucking loving it now. <laughs> like, are just going, how good is this? Because people are going to go, I need sports. So, maybe what you're doing is you're playing AFL... Oh, I've got it. Every member of the Collingwood Football Club gets their own Xbox One or Xbox Plus or whatever it is Mm -hmm. at their own home. They play themselves and you have a big tournament where you're all gaming. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like Call of Duty, only Call of AFL. Call of AFL. Yeah. It's just another skill they're going to have to learn. Well, they've got no choice, have they? None. No. And I guarantee you, either that or they're going to get a real job. Dead to rights, guarantee you, people will put a punt on that. People will bet on anything. They will. <laughs> if, it, if we started to hold pug racing, pug racing, I can guarantee they'd bet on it. I think it already exists, mate. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that would not surprise me either. Pugracing.com. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check to see if that works. Just, just. Troy's going to check. I tell you what, folks, if we can adopt a sport 
hug racing or French bulldog racing are both going to be the most adorable hug thing racing. that you have ever seen. Right, let me just stop it. And I Please. suppose one of the reasons why it will be one of the best things you've ever seen, Mr. Barnes, is because 23rd of March is Puppy Day. <laughs> Believe it or not. Is it really? True story. Fun holiday, Puppy Day. There you go. March twenty third is Puppy Day reserved. It's been a while since I've done the accidental segue. It, uh, accidental segue. That's it. maybe that could be a sport. Segwaying hmm. <laughs> on two wheels. Uh, amazingly enough, it doesn't exist. Pugracing.com is a site. Yes. Oh shit! <laughs> but is it's it one got of those sites. Nothing to do with with animals at all. It, um, hang on. Have you come it's across? Vehicles. Oh, so it's not. The other fun public holiday, which is today, which is Near Miss Day. Near Miss Day. (laughs) It also works in with sport. Oh, there you go. Uh, Today, though, 23rd of March, not only is Puppy Day, uh, is Near Miss Day as an annual reminder of the day of 1989 when an asteroid almost collided with Earth. Oh, bump, A 300-meter-wide asteroid called 4581 Asclepius (laughs) flew past Earth by a distance of about... 450,000 miles, or for those people who aren't in America and Japan, 684,000 kilometres, um, and almost missed striking it by six hours. Experts so estimate that the asteroid, if the asteroid had hit the Earth, the resulting collision would have released the energy of about 1,000 atom bombs. Okay, so in space terms, Nimes. Mm. In space oh, in terms. space terms, that's, that's fucking close. Mm. In um in human terms, like, do you even throw? <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> do you even lift, bro? <laughs> so there you go. So I think um, I feel I really do feel sorry for those people though who whose job is involving commentating on on sports. They tried, and they tried to have a bit of fun with it. Like Rickshaw was up in the stands, and he kept getting a different place in the stand where he was sitting. Yes. And they were trying to work out the best view for the footy. Yeah, not in the great top southern stand up the back. <laughs> no, so, no. So that they and themselves realised that, you know, it was a bit weird. Mm. I know Damien Hardwick, the Richmond coach, I believe he said something along the lines of, it felt like a practice game. Yeah. I wonder whether or not they, whether or not the world can just get there and go, you know what, let's just... Whether or not the ESPNs of the world or the Richos or the Channel 7s just go back and go, let's go through the back catalogue. Let's re-commentate to other old Re-com- games. Yeah, new commentary. New commentary for old games. That could work. Why wouldn't it? Especially if you didn't actually know. You'd probably have to learn the players again, though, because there'd be a lot of the players now that wouldn't recognise, say, games from the 80s or 90s. Of course. Dunstall! Like, they'd know the main ones, but it'd be <laughs> like, so the, and he's got the ball, who's he? <laughs> well, Number 23. Daryl, tell me number twenty three. <laughs> it'd be um, it'd be like uh, Roy and HG when they commentate on the football. Yeah, well, they commentate on anything. They, They'd commentate go. on pug racing. And apparently, the Olympic athletes have been told to prepare for a next year's Olympic Games, not this year. Oh, so they're still possibly holding it. Uh, I just think a year later. I, I think it's almost had the pin pulled. Okay, almost because once again, the travels issue. Travel is the issue um, to Japan, which mm. unfortunately is a region of the world that is very hard to get to without going through Southeast Asia. Yeah. It's one of those where you get close and all you hear is, warning, warning. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with the Olympics. 
Mm. Well, I do. Yeah, I mean, I think we discussed it last week that the Olympic torch ceremony was held to no spectators, when that's apparently you know on the Acropolis quite popular mm. amongst the Greeks. So Yasu. Yeah, it's just it's changed a few things. I tell you what, though, and I read something the other day, and I agreed that when we come out of the other end of this, and we will, it will happen. Of course, it's just that, or we'll be dead. I'll be dead. <laughs> but um, we'll come at the other end, and there will be a greater appreciation of all the things that we do that suddenly we haven't been able to do. Yes. For at least three weeks, till everyone fucking forgets about <laughs> For three it. three weeks, yeah. And goes back into the ruts they were in before. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, oh, a big shout-out to the good people at Netflix. Oh. For fully capitalising on the quarantining. You can now, through I think it's through Google Play, have a movie night with your friends in your own home. So you can all sync up your, your Netflix, watch the same film, and I believe it might, and I couldn't, I look, I've done no research. I've done less than a South Road Boy's worth of research. Christ, okay. Um, We've gone watch the same film, and you can have like a conversation between you. See, that is kind of cool. Yes, but I would disable the conversation feature because, you know, you don't talk in movies. Well, no, you don't. No. People are stupid. <laughs> Why would you do that? No, that's actually not a bad idea, though. Yeah. You know, they've also got on Spotify, there's actually a, a Corona playlist. <laughs> is there now? And it's the end of the I believe world. so. Exactly. So, look, you just, you have to have a little bit of fun with it, because if we don't have a little bit of fun, everyone's just going to be jumping off bridges and swimming out in the ocean, and knowing they can't get back. Mm. Now, speaking of music, speaking of playlists. Segway. A very smooth segue as well. We have an announcement to make. Yeah, look, um, there was a stream, mm. and there were islands in it. There were. So, uh, here's the intro. Celebrity Deadpool News! News. Um, so, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the gambler has chi- cashed in his chips. Unfortunately for the country and Western lovers amongst us, His Royal Highness... Kenny Rogers has passed away. He has. And he wasn't even that old. No, he wasn't. And it was nothing even to do with what's happening in the world right now. No, no. Um, And I think the thing that saddens us, or you and I, probably more than any other Kenny Rogers fan out there, and there are many, many Kenny Rogers fans out there. I mean, he's had a career that's been going on for, I think, five, six decades. His fan group. Mm. More than seven people. More than seven it's people. amazing. Like, you couldn't get them all in a phone box. No. All the Kenny Rogers fans yep. would not fit in a phone box. It's, I think it's incredible. Absolutely. Mm. But the thing that I think you and I felt the most pain about, the, the, the deep anguish at the passing of Kenny Rogers. Yeah, okay. What is it? What's, we what's now the anguish, have, Joe? We now have an outright leader oh, we in do. Celebrity Deadpool 2020, and it's not you or I. No, it's not. No. It's... It is last year's oh. reigning champion, Sir Bradley Von Rock. Here's the thing. So, Brad's <laughs> been he's been stroking his member about this a little bit. Oh, hasn't Look, he ever? Understandably. As you would. Like, I would be. And he, and he yep. even justified why he picked it. Yeah, true. So yep. you've got to give props with no, it. Look, it's fine. Um, but what I will say is uh, that there are people involved in Celebrity Deadpool. Mm. There are people uh, who follow us and listen to us. Yes, that have never met Sir Bradley Von Rock before, or as we call them, cool motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they've and that one of those people suggested it's about time you got a guest star on. They did. They did. And I can tell you now, <laughs> I don't want that man as a guest star on our show. He will take over. It'll all be about him, and all he'll tell everyone about is how good he is with Celebrity Deadpool for the whole episode. Oh, one thing. <laughs> one thing that I look. Okay, to his credit, though, the one thing I can say that might sway you. Oh, he's a Collingwood fan. Is he really? He is. That surprises me. His blood runs black and white. Wow, that is a shock. Go pies. Mm. So I just found it very amusing that someone said, it's time to give Brad a voice. (laughs) Get him, take him off the bench, bring him in. (laughs) Um, We'll see what we can do on that one because he is a very entertaining man. That's true. Look, um, we would have to wait until we uh, don't have to worry about social distancing, of course. No, of course not. No. He can't be stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> Von Rock in a hard place. Um, so, yes. So, back on uh, that. Uh, unfortunately, mm. Kenny Rogers has passed away. Now, we did have a conversation previously that um, if someone on our list passes, or someone who's not on yours or mine list passes, yep. one of us will boast and one of us will roast. Yeah. For a bit of fun. For a little bit of a lark. And you, you roasted... Zoe Caldwell. Oh, a couple I, of weeks ago. I think I, I think I flamed her good and proper. You roasted her so badly. She was cremated. She was again. <laughs> again. <laughs> we have a double cremation. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yes. Joe loves boasting, but roasting is a must. Oh, well done. <laughs> um, I suppose we both kind of thought that under the current climate, <laughs> with potentially a few more. Celebrity deaths about to happen mm-hmm. potentially. Um, I've even heard whispers of the Queen. Well, someone here's who the worked thing. for the Queen apparently has been tested. Positive. While her Madge and Filthy Phil the Dirty Greek were in residence. Mm. Now that said, there are two hundred staff members at Buck Palace. Um, has yet been confirmed whether or not her Madge had been in correct contact this with this true. person or with someone else who was in direct contact with this person. So her Madge has gone off to Balmoral, as she will. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully not before Filthy Phil had a bit of a dalliance with the help, because um, that will really help me get an extra point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we've decided that we're probably not going to roast young Kenny yeah, Rogers. Look, I, I did think it was probably in a little bit of bad taste with the current mm. cl- environmental climate. But I do have a couple of Kenny Rogers stories because I am. I think that's great. You, I knew you'd have something because you love Dolly. I do love Dolly. And, I do love Dolly. Yeah, and, and Kenny was like a, a pseudo partner for Dolly, really. A lot of people mistakenly thought they were together. No, they never were. I believe that he tried to hit her up. Oh, why wouldn't you? But she's been married since she was like 21 yeah, or something. And, um, and it didn't happen. So they no. just decided to just be friends and yeah. had a great career. Off each other? So, the second concert that I ever went to, the first concert I ever went to, I think I was seven or eight, was the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. And for those- Of course it was. What the fuck's a Nitty Gritty Dirt Mr. Bojangles. Okay. Doon, doon, cool. doon, dance. I know that. They Never knew the band. Yeah. They didn't- I don't think they actually wrote the song, but I think their version of the song is widely accepted as one of the most popular variances of that song. Okay. Um. 
but my second concert that I can ever remember was in Hobart. Which we've spoken about before. Which we have. And mm. that was Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, support act, John English. So I have had the pleasure of hearing Mr. Rogers live. <laughs> and so have I from whenever it was. We can yeah, never quite work right. out how it all tied together, whether it was the same gig, whatever it was. Well, it but had to be the same gig. I suppose, that, yeah, I think we worked out it had to be, didn't yeah, it? Like, how it was just confusing because we were both young at the time. And how we didn't meet up then. <sighs> we were like, you know, ships in the night. It just wasn't meant to be. Imagine if it had we could have started. We could have been podcasting from back then. Maybe we would have invented the internet. Imagine it. We would have invented the internet. We would have used our little cassette tape recorder. Yes, and pressed the the play and the record button at the same time. At the same time, yeah. And recorded this podcast, mm. and then made copies of that cassette and sent them around to all our neighbours. Exactly. <laughs> but that's how hip hop in the early nineties happened, where you had DJs making their own mixes, and they were selling these tapes out in yep. the back of whatever. Could have done it. Could have done it. So, uh, Kenny Rogers, um, for us, it's not – well, your phone, my phone? Uh, it's your phone, I think. Oh, bloody hell. Um, oh, no, it might have been my phone. Oh, bloody <laughs> hell. Uh, good vibrations. Good vibrations. So, for us, Christmas does not really start until the Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton Christmas album goes on. We abs- Every year I will listen to Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton do I'll be home with bells on. Um, it's a staple for us. Yeah. Uh, okay. What else about Kenny Rogers? I think his song Lady, if he didn't get laid a million <laughs> times over that song, <laughs> it's such a good song. And Rhodey's, if, look, you may not be a country and western fan, and I get it, that's fine, but... Everyone's going to be downloading The Gambler and everyone's going to be playing it and every single person who has been intoxicated at some point in time has sung that song. Um, but go and do yourself a favour and listen to the song Lady because I think that's one of Look, the better tunes. You know, and we've discussed this many times that I'm not a, a country fan really at all. Me neither. But I will say there was a place for Kenny Rogers back in the day. Hmm. It was far in the back. <laughs> uh, far, but we saw, I mean, look, everyone knows Islands in the Stream. Yes. You know, all these songs, that just, they were they were part of our upbringing. Mm. Everyone had those albums on vinyl. They were just there. Um, it's just... Apparently, The Gambler was featured in uh, a poll as one of the 200 most influential country albums ever. One of the Doesn't other Doesn't surprise things, me. I mean, you put The Gambler on in any bar... Got to know when to hold them. People know it. Know when to fold them. And even when you don't like the song, exactly. you still know it. Exactly. Um, and the other thing, that when I was working at Melbourne IT, where you did domain names, and I stumbled across... It, it, this was in the early stages of the internet. So there was a... In its infancy. Infancy or internetsy. <laughs> internet-sy. Um, there was a website called www, because you put the Ws at the start back then, dot... Mm-hmm. Men who look like Kenny Rogers dot com. Seriously, I shit and that's you back not. then. Back then, and this website um, <laughs> was one of the first websites to go viral because it started off as this web developer who was just trying to hone his craft, and he realised at some point in time that there was just people who looked like Kenny Rogers, so he built a website <laughs> and called it Men Who Look Like Kenny Rogers dot com, and all of a sudden it got shared amongst his friends and then his social group. And then it started to make its way in 
to mainstream media. And this is before social media where you this found is out about the things. Facebook about, this, yeah, this is before Facebook even existed. This is so, even before MySpace. Exactly. So it just started going <laughs> well, The internet of cobwebs. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Kenny himself got asked questions about what do you think about men who look like KennyRogers.com? And he actually ended up giving one of his favourites. You know, he'd go through the <laughs> list or whatever. Um, and you can still go to this website. And I don't think I think it redirects to a different website now. Yeah, okay. Um, but at the time, I think it was in two thousand, maybe. So this was a few years later. Yahoo, which at the time was a juggernaut, not as big as Google is now, but it was a juggernaut in the internet back then. Voted it um, through all its channels as one of the most top 100 most influential websites of all time. <laughs> Jesus. It was what was it? Um hang on. Let me let me look it up because there was I don't even have I all I had to type ladies and gentlemen was men and then all of a sudden who looked like kennyrogers.com came up. It's listening. Because well no because I'd been to the website before. Right. Um okay. It started to get not dozens thousands tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people visiting this website every day. And back then in the infancy of the internet, it was just ridiculous because everyone knew who Kenny Rogers was. <laughs> and um, still do. And still do. And still yeah. do. And here's the other thing. In Melbourne, back in, hmm, I'm going to say less than 20 years ago, there was a, there's a shopping centre there for those playing at home called High Point, colloquially or... Slang named uh, Knife Point, because you're probably going to be likely to get stabbed <laughs> when you go there. Lovely. Knife Point. Great um, place for a holiday. And there was a Kenny Rogers-themed restaurant. What was it called? It was called Kenny Rogers Restaurant. Oh, really? Like, it was just named <laughs> it after It wasn't even a really good, like, no, rhymey did, sort of... No, it just... It, not it's a pun. southern type of food. It uh, country and western style food. Played Kenny Rogers all the time. And that was what it was. There you go. Kenny so, Rogers Restaurant. Kenny Rogers Restaurant. Took him a long time to think of that. There was a there was a brains trust. I think Brian was part of the brains trust. You reckon? Yeah. So um, so for those people playing at home, uh, we had a, a visit to the front door. But that was Kenny Rogers. That was the man, the myth, the legend, the gambler that was Kenny Rogers. Um, but definitely, he was so good. Mm. He was so famous. He became a meme. <laughs> exactly. He is. Yeah. He was a country version. Of Chuck Norris, really. Actually, you're probably right, too. I did see a lovely Chuck Norris meme recently. Did you? Chuck Norris has been in contact with the coronavirus. The coronavirus is now self-isolating for <laughs> 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... He must get a laugh out of all the to. things he sees online. Do you re- for a guy that's in his 70s now, I think he's in his 70s. How often isn't he? do you reckon when he's interviewed, does he get asked about it? Do you think it's got to the point where he's like, for fuck's sake, I'm an actor, I'm a director, I I do, you know, bad karaoke videos on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know what he does. But he's like, do you really have to only mention the memes? <laughs> <laughs> but um but even with Kenny Rogers too, the dude made one big mistake. He did he did he did a lot of good things. Okay. Yeah. This isn't a roast thing, but he, no, no, he no. made what, one big mistake. What was his big mistake? He did some bad plastic surgery on his face. Oh yeah, he baby started did a bad, looking bad thing. really weird. I think the thing with Kenny though that I think he ended up getting rid of the beard or maybe he just 
No, he just constantly looked surprised. That was what it was. <laughs> but you look at some early photos of Kenny. Like, he was a handsome devil. He actually was. He was, he was never like a, uh, a skinny man. No. But he was just a, he was a bearded, good-looking dude. And he could sing and he could melt the panties off the ladies. Lady. And then he decided, you, you know what? Everything I, want I can't do this age thing. No. I need to make myself look a little bit youthful. Surprise. He's done a Mickey Rourke. And then he did a Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Same surgeon, I'm thinking. Same plastic surgeon. The butcher. It's I think it was just, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> probably. It was oh, just wrong. Um, Freddy Krueger meets Nip Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could work. <sighs> just, oh, Kenny. You had it all and he threw it all away. He gambled it away. He did. <laughs> it was a gamble. I tell you what, though, a man had a good life. See, he should have made a fucking phone call to Dolly because she's had a shit ton of work done. But still, she know, looks great. She just hasn't aged. Yeah. Whereas Kenny looks like he's just constantly surprised. So, Betty White. She's actually 273 years old. Did you know that? <laughs> Would not surprise yeah. me. And she's one of those people, she's actually getting taller as she gets older. Maybe that's, that's amazing. She's not that, getting shorter. Maybe that's what we need to do, is have the coronavirus get in contact with Betty White to kill the coronavirus. Because <laughs> <laughs> if anything's going to do it, that's going to go, well, I can't do, I'll beat that. So, you know, I'll give up now. Possible. Now, you had another um, very interesting topic of conversation, Mr. Barnes. Did I? Oh. Durka Durka time. Are we going to talk that, are we? Oh, why Let's not? Do, why not? Right, well, Hang on. <laughs> Public service announcement. Yeah. This is in jest. <laughs> it is. Um, and please don't listen to this as well. It's like War of the Worlds where you suddenly hit, <laughs> Exactly. It's only you think it's all real. It's not. We're just mucking around. But I did say, mm. if you're a Dirk Durker. Yes. In a terrorist cell. Yes. Um, oh, look, there's a couple out there. We know. From any geographical or belief-based system. Anywhere. It doesn't really matter. Yep. If you're living in a cave with your bearded brothers- or with, non-bearded with his, brothers with and sisters. Anorexic Kenny Rogers. Exactly. <laughs> brothers and sisters. Yes. Now would be a great time to strike out. I wouldn't. And now we're not trying to condone ideas. No, hell no. But, but if, I mean, you're not going to get the... The whole idea of terrorism, normally they try and get lots of people in one area. Exactly. They want to have the massacre scenario, which is just shit. It's just horrible and horrendous and... Yeah, but now this could be like terrorism, like back in the days of like early Bruce Willis films. Oh, well, yeah. All they did was fundamental take, buildings or- Take over an empty building like Nakatomi Tower. Yeah, or, you know, take out a power station or, mm. you know, knock out something where people suddenly go, shit, well, we didn't see that coming. We were so busy with the coronas. Imagine if they blew up a toilet paper factory. <laughs> uh, I tell you, if they took on Kleenex- Fuck, the world would melt. <laughs> the world would melt. Like Kenny Rogers' face. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As if they took out Kleenex. Maybe oh my sh- god! Maybe if, if if they had done a remake before he died, they could have made Kenny Rogers in uh, Nicolas Cage in Face Off. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah, the Melty Melty Man, Melty Melty um, Man, <laughs> Swamp Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, look, if you were serious, mm. I mean, if you were sitting there in your cave mm. with your skinny Kenny Rogers brothers, yes. and sisters, <laughs> and thinking, you know what? I know there's no crowds. But we but, could really stir some shit up right now. And all it is is creating terror? Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. 
Molly. Guess what? We, we haven't got our eyes on the prize right now. Mm. I'm certain, don't get me wrong, there would be people within the government, the world governments, yes. that are looking around Listening thinking- to this podcast that, going- Well, yeah, we probably don't. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got the beard. I have. Fuck. <laughs> I'm ginged, full of hate. <laughs> but I'm certain there'd be a lot of people in some little offices or out and about somewhere just thinking, okay, we've got to watch these boys because now's the time. Now is the time, yes. If they're smart, things will get real. Mind you, they're all in the same situation. This is one thing that the coronavirus has proven- that it is now, it is it's not racist. It is not racist. It is doesn't matter what socioeconomic group you're from. Yes, it will affect some groups, countries, minorities, ethnicities, probably worse than others, and that's due to their ability to get near medical attention or to get readily available food without being, you know, socially distancing and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But the reality is, no one is immune. No. Except the three people who are on the International Space Station. <laughs> I tell you, India's doing all right, though. They're just not telling anyone. For a place that's got billions. 1.4, I think, they are. Count. They are just doing all right. They're doing okay. Their numbers are great. Yeah, and they're on the up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, India. In fact, coronavirus, they just thought it was a different curry. <laughs> <laughs> They've been eating it. Yeah, I'll have it with dal nice. and rice, thanks. There you go. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, look, um, hopefully, said so we were jesting, hopefully the Kleenex factory will be fine. Mm. We don't want that to happen. No, we do not. Because oh, we've been saying all this time, you know, what's stopped buying the toilet rolls? There's plenty of them. Mm. Suddenly, the terrorists <laughs> take out the toilet rolls. Terrorists win. <laughs> oh, no. It'd just go to shit, wouldn't it? Exactly. That and then all of a sudden, in. you'd have that quote from Batman 66, where Robin says to Batman, holy tissues, Batman, we've blown it. <laughs> Oh, uh, mind you, I did man. see one other meme that I just did find quite funny. Um, to announce the death of Mr. Kenny Rogers was Cartman from South Park. Oh, my God, the kid Kenny. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. And a lot of people said that was in bad taste, but I did have yes, a chuckle. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I find that kind of... That's that's the thing with Kenny Rogers, though. He's so well known that he does fit into pop culture. Absolutely, because mm. I don't know whether or not anyone could name a song from Kenny Rogers... Unless, of course, you're a country fan. And even if you did, you wouldn't be naming something within the last 20 years. No. You know, you How are How many albums did he through... have? Did How many albums did Kenny Rogers have? I'm assuming he must have had a few. Mm, let me have a look. Now, I'm going to do a South Road Boys <laughs> worth of research. Um, from 2000 to 2015. Yeah, I don't. Um, Not counting greatest hits albums. Albums, albums, discography. Actual new albums. Um, did the man have any new material or did he just float around on his past saying to everyone, I'm Kenny Rogers. Uh, so he started- <laughs> That sounded way more like Eddie Murphy than Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kenny Rogers. Uh, discography. So in 1976, he started with Love Lifted Me. Uh, 1976, he also just had the self-titled album, Kenny Rogers. Wow. Um, it's always which, a one of those. When you see self-titled, you know, they've sat around a table and gone, fuck. you know what, fuck it, we don't know what to call it. Nah, Kenny. <laughs> uh, 1978 was when The Gambler came out, by the okay. way, for those playing at home. And I, then, was, I was five. 1979, Kenny. Of course. <laughs> named after the bloke who was in an Australian film yep. who cleaned toilets. Um, he's, then we started getting into, so from 2000, he released There You Go Again. Mm-hmm. As in, Dolly had a song, Here You Come Again. Yep. Um, it's popular. Back to the Well. 
that's obviously like greatest hits album. Nothing to me. Oh, it'd be greatest hits album. You reckon? Going back to the well. Back to the well. Yeah, so there's the well that I've already dug. I'm just going back to it. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Bloody country. 2006, Water and Bridges. 2011, The Love of God. Um, 2013, You Can't Make Old Friends. Really? Is that the title? Nothing else? Yeah, well, you, you can can't actually. make old friends. Like, if you, you go can. to a senior citizen's yeah. home, you Find can a make a friend and they're yeah. old. And then... Um, he changed once he got his face redone. Exactly. And Literally. Then, and <laughs> the last album that uh, Wikipedia is telling me he had mm-hmm. was in 2015, so that's reasonably recent. Once again, it's Christmas. Okay. He's at yes. the point where he got the Christmas album. Um, I will say, not as many albums as I expected. Oh, no. It... I, I took a very big jump, Okay, by right. the way. So, you know, there was uh, 1980, 81, 81, 82, 83, yes. 84, 85. Right. All very active through the 80s and 90s, That's in fact. That's what I thought. Um, was in two films. Was he? 1982, The Six Pack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Aussie, in two- Aussie film? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in 2001, Long Shot. Long Shot. But it was only a pilot. Right. Did a lot of TV, by the looks of it. Yeah, a bit of TV from 1973 to 2009. He was in How You Met My Mother. Was he really? Apparently. He was a book narrator. So he was a voiceover actor. He was in Reno 911 as himself. Of course. <laughs> uh, touched by an angel. Hello. Saucy. <laughs> Finally got a bit of Dolly action. Exactly. <laughs> uh, big Dreams, Broken Hearts. Oh, the sounds Dolly country. West story. Very country. Very, very country. Um. Yeah, that's probably about all you'd know. Oh, Kenny Rogers as the Gambler Part 3. The legend continues. Oh, my God. That was in 1987. So he had a bit there. Won a lot of awards, you know. Anyway, fuck. He's won more awards than uh, albums. (laughs) So that's always good. (laughs) Oh, dear Look, We will miss him. I probably will. Out of of all the Rogers I know, um, he's one of the most popular. Him and Roy. You're right, yeah, and um, Roger Rabbit. He was all right. He was good, yeah. Yeah. Um, Roger Melly, the man on the telly, says bollocks. Roger Melly, the man on the telly. Remember how, how I told you? How old are you? <laughs> no, remember when I told you- Did you learn about that off your pensioner, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Got it with my pension card. No, Viz Magazine. Remember I told you- I do you remember Viz Magazine. Viz Magazine. Yep. One of the characters in there was Roger Melly, the man on the telly. I haven't heard that one before. And he was very much a- um, Anchorman type character for those yeah. people who are playing. Steve Rogers, $6 million man. There you go. That's He's, a good Rogers. Yeah. Um, I keep getting many Rogers. There's Roger Moore, but it's not a Rogers. No. It's totally different. Don't know. Roger Melly was the one who had the uh, Profanosaurus. Profanosaurus. Yeah, the swearing dictionary. <laughs> nice. Profanosaurus. Yeah. Clever. Oh, dear me. So what else has been going on in your world? Are you, you, you're you in lockdown at the moment or working from home? Yeah, a little bit. Do a bit of working from home. Still out about seeing people, so mm. not um, socially distancing, but mm. not isolating. What is your preferred socially distancing greeting? Oh, my preferred greeting. Look, I um, I, I must admit I'm a, I'm a fan of the little elbow tap. Are you? 
you now? You're um, not doing the foot. The foot no, tape? not a bit of a foot. I don't mind the elbow one. Yeah. Um, I was thinking. I would should... love though. I'd love to bring in a new one. Yep. I think the headbutt could work out really well. I think um, that's a bit close. Maybe, and it's, it seems a bit more British. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Liverpool kiss. I reckon what we should Liverpool do is, kiss. I yeah, like that. Maybe what we should do is get like your back scratcher, for example, mm. a bigger version of that. So you know, you could do a. Like a like an extended shake. Yeah. So if everyone caught carried around a seven hundred and fifty centimeter extender arm. Yeah. So you just slide out. Just slide yep. out. You've got your seven hundred and fifty centimeters. I've got my seven hundred and fifty. There's one point five meters for those playing at home. <gasps> oh, Joseph made that just slide out the best way ever. Yes. Go. Nerds of the world unite. Oh, nerds! The perfect greeting. Mm-hmm. You clip it off your belt. Yes. And he's here. Vroom. And it's a lightsaber. Oh, I love it. And, and then tap it just sabers. ends up tap savers. And then he just the light goes away. And then you just clip it back on again. I like it. Yeah, that could really work. How many and honestly, now I need your honest answer. I will only ever be honest with okay. you, Joseph Mather. So you have the nerds of the world, of yep. which I believe you and I would fit into that category. Look, who would go out and spend so. money. On a social distancing lightsaber. Yep. You and I haven't seen each other. We stand there. We pull out our lightsabers. Yep. Are we going to put them away? (laughs) (laughs) Or are we standing down the main street going... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, look, it's a long greeting. We haven't seen each other for a while. It's a sword fight down the main street. (laughs) And the thing is, we'll be making the noises. Alex, oh. Chris, and Warren. Alex. <laughs> Warren. Warren. Alex, Chris, and Warren. Yeah, the three blokes are yeah. with the lightsaber. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. If that didn't make sense to people listening, go back, play it in slow motion, they'll understand what he was saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're the sounds. <laughs> they're the only three names you need to mention when playing with lightsaber. Three. I think that could work, though. I think it's a goer. Okay. I just, oh, once again, I can just yep. imagine grown-ass men down the main street playing swords. Do you reckon there's a bit of- un- look- With disappointing partners going, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> you just saw each other three seconds yeah. ago. <laughs> I was like, look, just I don't care if you're socially distanced anymore. You yeah. get the damn disease. Just, just put the saber down. Just put the lightsaber down, you idiot. <laughs> What was the other one I read before? They said, um, be very careful who you have a one-night stand with at the moment because you could be stuck with them for 14 days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. These are little things that you've just got to understand in a, in a corona world. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. I don't know what else I've got. Well, it's, it's actually hard this week because we don't come in with a plan. No. We don't do that. We actually like to be random. Good podcasts do, though. They do. They generally come up with some sort of idea. I will say, though, mm. and you ought to notice this, that um, since our Facebook post went viral- Ubuntu. Uh, since we've gained 10 times our Facebook following, mm. our listenership has Through risen quite a bit. <laughs> Through <laughs> When he sent me stats today, I was actually quite surprised by yes. that. Yeah. So, um, for those new listeners out there, mm. and look, I might go back down to what it was once you've listened to one episode. Exactly. So, so for that, we are sorry. <laughs> but, but actually, um, you know what? It's nice to have you on board. I reckon what we should do for our new listeners, I reckon next week we should do a very 
special sexy episode. Are we going to do some erotic reading roulette? I think we should. We've got a new book. Exactly. We've, We've got, got a new sequel. book. We haven't done one in over a month. True. And I think the new roadies, the new listeners, I think we need to give them something a little bit, you know, a little bit saucy. Well, I think I think the world could do it with some sexy time. Why would it take your mind off it's things? It's not that for sexy all. when we do it, but look, just look. If okay, theater of the mind, as we say, theater of the mind. <laughs> so if you're out there and and you're stuck at home for fourteen days, and there's no sport on TV yep. except for it's darts, <laughs> distancing darts, socially distancing darts, yep. um, and you're going, what what more have I got to do? Like you've you've exploded the Netflix catalog. It's like gone. you've, you've yep. chewed through that. Yeah, you, you've you've basically got blisters from Pornhub. Exactly. You've read. <laughs> The back of every cereal box in your house. Yep, you've um you've read Stephen King's The Stand, uncut edition, twice. <laughs> twice. You've All watched like fourteen hundred pages of it. You've watched Dances with Wolves, the director's cut, uh, three times, yep. and Braveheart, the director's cut. <laughs> and you're after something that's just going to take your mind off things for a little while. I think, Roadies, what you should probably do. Tune in next week, mm-hmm. where if you like the idea of some. Slightly overweight, middle-aged white men reading erotic chick lit. In no particular order as well. Oh, and random We have order. a random page generator. So we start at the top of the page, finish at the end of the page. Yes. Mid-sentence. We don't know what the story is. We haven't read this shit before. Why would you? <laughs> so um, it's it's not read like you'd expect. It's not an audio book. Oh, no. It's <laughs> not It's not going to be on Audible. I can tell you that for darn certain. <laughs> Like those people who get books for you know Nan and Pop or your grandparents or in a, a nursing facility who, whose eyes maybe are not working as good as they are, and they they get people like Kenny Rogers, for example, to read a book or James L. Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so not that book. No. So it's Fifty Shades Darker. Is that what it is? Um, I think so. Yeah. Let me so grab it. for those roadies who are out there who haven't heard us before, uh, we started with Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, it is. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Joe for the win. The fact you know that scares me. No, oh, well, you never know. Also, it makes you a little bit racist. What oh. was that darker the first thing you went to? Because I actually remember you saying what happened when you bought no, when you got the book bought. Still think you're a bit racist. Or I've got a good memory. Yeah, no, racist. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah, you're not the man I thought you were. I wouldn't. I'm a woman. I wouldn't take sabers with you. <laughs> oh, you would. No. I guarantee you, if I whipped out a saber right now and you had one, <laughs> would be the next three hours. Yeah, true. <laughs> It would be no different to when we were teenage boys in my mum's courtyard with inflatable bats from the show <laughs> playing a game called Zowie where we continually oh, try to hit each other in the face. That's a little bit like, um, I don't care if the cat doesn't look excited. If you use that laser pointer on the floor enough, <laughs> the cat's going to lose its mind. Eventually. Yep. It's- Even though you, it's trying, it's trying not to fall for it because it knows you're fucking with it, <laughs> but it's still going to eventually go, <laughs> and it's over. And it is over. So join us next week, roadies, where Troy and I will once again delve into the dark recesses of El James's mind. And we we do the whole thing. We set up candles. We oh have, yeah, the we have mood lighting candles, burning the black you know, onyx candles. The black onyx candles rock, Arr. especially when you're doing darker. Exactly. Yeah. So, so where we will get the Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades Darker book, and at random read you pages. Yep. In no order. No order whatsoever. No context. Not even known who the characters are. No. 
Um, if you're lucky, Troy will do accents, <laughs> which will amuse me. No one's lucky with that. <laughs> it is our version of a theatre of the mind. I think we're done, mate. Is that it? I think so, mate. All right. Excellent. Well, yeah. on that, roadies, if you are new to us and uh, have just joined us and you actually think we're a bit of all right, uh, go to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get an offers now. I mean, you're married. I'm single. Well, so everything I'm better, right? I'm going to pass them all to you, mate. Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, but if handball, you, handball, socially distancing handball. No, because you still have to touch the same balls. Ah, damn it, true. <laughs> we don't want to touch each other's balls. No. no. Um, but if you like this, go to whatever mode you get your um, podcasts. Yeah, and give us a review, give us a like, give us a share. Yeah, We'd and really also maybe even say to someone else, "Have you heard these guys before? They're yeah, kind of funny. Fucked in their head. I mean, they're really good." Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.